work week correctly on a Friday and getting you prepared for the second scrimmage of Bama preseason camp, that being tomorrow. You are rocking with the number one conductor for Crimson Tide football, that being yours truly, Stephen M. Smith, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. In my own words, lend me your ears, lend me your ears, lend me them ears, baby. We're coming to you right now in the magic city of Birmingham, streaming you the show on YouTube. Speaking of the channel, go ahead right now, drop a thumbs up, give a like on the show, hit that subscribe button, turn all of those notifications on, hit that bell so that way you can get all your news, notes, and alerts on your favorite program, that being Alabama football. Also got you covered on Facebook and Twitter as well. All forms of social media streaming to you, the show. People, we are 15 days. We are Freddie Millens, Jacob Coker, Ronnie Harrison, and the freshman, sophomore, and junior edition of J.K. Scott away from Alabama, Miami, taking place on Saturday, September 4th, 2.30 p.m. Central Time inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Of course, we all know J.K. Scott wore number 10 in his senior year. But we got a lot to get, we got a lot to, get to, a lot to discuss, a lot to talk about on this evening. Definitely want to hear from you, the Bama fans, 205-448-1358. Number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205 448 1358. Also, of that daily super chat go, $75. Daily super chat go. We already got Jimmy the Batman Clay and Richard G already jumping into the chat now with those donations. Jimmy, my man Clay, with that 50 piece, $50 donation helping us out right there. And then Richard G coming right behind him with that $10 donation already getting us started strong here on the show. Appreciating the love from Jimmy Clay and Richard G. Got to shout out my man John Ivor in the building in the production studio doing his thing. And like I mentioned, quite the amount of things to talk about this evening. So let's jump right into the pot of gumbo right here with the first topic of conversation. And um, Coach Saban allowed Bryce Young to take the mic Thursday. Bryce Young, MC Bryce, took the podium. MC Bryce took the mic. MC Bryce stood in front of the media uh, via Zoom to represent the University of Alabama in a presser for the first time in his career. The young man from California, former five-star uh, sophomore quarterback for the Crimson Tide. And, and the, the only way, the only reason why Coach Saban will let you grab the mic is if he knows you are going to represent the university not only in a first-class win interviews, but also be articulate, be calm, be cool, be collected, you know, answer the questions the right way, kind of be refreshing, if you will, you know, as well. And getting the chance to hear Bryce, you know, John, there are some people that when they when you look at them and you and when you hear them speak, they sound nothing like how they look. But with Bryce Young, he sounds exactly like how he looks, but it was a very refreshing interview with him, a very refreshing presser, very articulate, well-spoken, had a lot of solid, a lot of uh, uh, strong perspectives on things. So really enjoyed hearing what the young man had to say. And within his presser, I took three big things uh, from Bryce. So, so basically my reaction here to what he had to say my three huge aspects I took from Bryce Young. Um, number one, he models his game. He patterns his game after Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. And this is interesting here because, you know, though he looks at a lot of quarterbacks, though he studies high, though he studies college guys and pro guys, and he is a student of the game. He loves ball. He talks about ball. He's intrigued by ball. He is consumed, you know, by ball. He wants to be the best. He's kind of a perfectionist in that way. But part of wanting to be the best is learning from the best, studying from the best, and nothing like choosing two NFL greats to emulate your game after when you look at both Rodgers and Wilson. I mean, both guys, Super Bowl champions, both guys, multiple Pro Bowls. When you look at Aaron Rodgers, this is a three-time NFL MVP, a three-time first-team All-Pro. This is a Super Bowl MVP. So when you look at Young, he pulls the, the height, 
the size, the athleticism of Wilson, but he pulls the confidence, the swagger, the uh, the, the West Coast demeanor of Aaron Rodgers, and also and also kind of has some of that arm talent that Aaron Rodgers has. So, you know, he looks at both. He looks at a lot of guys. But both of those two, Rodgers and Wilson, are just two of the main guys. He pulls things from. He tries to pattern you know, his game after what they do out there on the field. And I thought that was pretty interesting, especially when you have Bill O'Brien, who's worked with NFL guys such as the great Tom Brady and also the very talented Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson as well. But I thought that was interesting there coming from Young. The second thing that I pulled from his press conference was the NIL, the name, image, likeness, endorsements, compensation, it is not negatively affecting him or the Bama team for that matter. Everybody is all in. Everybody's cool with the NIL endorsements. There's no animosity in the locker room. There's no uh, dissension in the locker room. There's no frustration and or craziness in the locker room. Everybody's bought into the same thing, which is pursuing the national championship, wanting to win the national championship, becoming back-to-back champions for the first time since the 2011 and 2012 seasons. And something, something that Young mentioned was it's the culture that's at Alabama that allows the NIL not to be, you know, a distraction, not to be an overly big deal. Coach Saban lays down the law. Now, he talked, he's, he's talked about some guys are going to get more deals than others. Some guys are going to get bigger deals than others. But the main thing is let's keep the focus on what's important. And the focus is, as Alabama football, we get better every single day. We get better every single week. We get better every single practice. It is iron sharpening iron. And the ultimate goal is winning the SEC, going to the college football playoff, winning a national championship, and putting as many guys in the first round of the upcoming or in the next NFL draft as we possibly can. So it all kind of goes back to a statement that Malachi Moore made on Twitter. Let's keep the main thing the main thing. And Bryce Young has gravitated toward that. He's spoken on that. He he has said, look, Coach Saban has laid down the culture. We know what to expect. We know what to do. Uh, The NIL has not been a distraction in any sense of the word. So Bama football plus a little money back equals smiles. Nobody has been negatively affected at this point, Bob. Name, image, likeness. And uh, the last thing I kind of pulled here from uh, uh, Bryce's first presser as an Alabama football quarterback The pairing of him and Bill O'Brien has gone super smooth thus far. These are his words. He he likes what Bill O'Brien's doing. It's going super smooth. He is greatly appreciating the transition between uh, the transition from Sarkeesian to Coach O'Brien. And uh, I know when Young came in from California in the 2020 class, Sarkeesian recruited them and helped bring them in here. For a lot of us, we thought, you know, we would see Sarkeesian ride this thing out. Like, he went out there to visit Bryce. He scouted Bryce. He recruited Bryce. He got Young to sign the national letter of intent to come to the Crimson Tide. So, in our minds, we all kind of thought, you know what? If, if this was Sarkeesian's guy, if this, one's, if this was Sarkeesian's project, if this was Sarkeesian's uh, baby right here, then Sark would be able to ride this, this out. Sark would be wanting to see this all the way through to the end that was kind of our thought that was kind of our perception there if you will but unfortunately we saw what happened the texas job came open uh sarkeesian could not resist it he goes out there to the long star state and wanting to uh prove that he can be a head coach again after learning from the coach saban rehab so here comes bill o'brien in here and a lot of people were questioning, you know, O'Brien messed up the situation with the Texans. You know, not not the great coach, not the great coach, not the great, you know, offensive genius. You know, don't want the guy in here, don't want the guy in here. But as I, if I've said this once, I've stated this numerous times, it's not O'Brien's uh, offensive coaching mind. He's a genius mind. It was the fact that 
he was trying to be a offensive mind, a coach, and an executive at the same time. And sometimes that's not necessarily your role just because a, a guy that taught you or a guy that mentored you was able to do that successfully. In this case, that would be Bill Belichick. Uh, O'Brien felt like, hey, you know, I'm a part of the Bill Belichickian tree, so if Belichick can do it, hey, I can do it. But just because it works for Belichick, does not mean it works for you. And O'Brien, he, he took his bumps. He took his lumps. He, he learned that. He got better from it, and, and he has improved from that. So with Alabama and just working in his main little cubicle as the offensive coordinator and quarterback's coach, he is going to excel. He is going to be creative. He is going to have fun. He is going to get the utmost out of this offense. But I thought it was really awesome hearing Bryce Young give the kudos to his new offensive coordinator and stating that, yes, Sarkeesian brought me in, and I'm appreciative for that, but I am loving the transition. I'm enjoying the transition to Coach O'Brien. He's develop he's developing me well. I appreciate the teacher that he is. I appreciate the coach that he is. And we're having so much fun out there with him. And I'm looking forward to, you know, growing with Coach O'Brien and seeing what we can do. So that just really intrigued me uh, from Bryce Young. Hearing how he models his game after Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, just seeing how he steps up to the podium. We've heard Coach Saban talk about it. We've heard the Bama players talk about it. But to hear it come from Bryce Young's mouth, the NIL, the near $1 million I've got, it has not affected me negatively. It has not affected the team. We're still primarily focused on winning every game we play this season and getting to the national championship and winning that. And uh, you know, last but not least, the relationship between Young and O'Brien starting off super smooth thus far here. So just my reactions to Bryce Young's press conference as MCBY took the podium. Nick Saber gave him the mic, and he did his thing with that. But we take our first break here on the show. Don't touch that dial. Just getting cranked up upon our return. We go to the phone lines to take your calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your chats, your discussions, a conversation with you. But Tide Nation comes after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith, brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. This is Matt Cadell, former Alabama wide receiver, and you're listening to In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith with Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And I got two words to say, baby. Roll Tide. Look at all these great players in Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Man, wait till I turn up this year. I'm going to be on the front cover. But what if Will goes off? Or Joe... DeMarco, Chris, Tim, Christian. Don't wait. Order now at touchdownalabama.com or call 833-483-2624 today. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Wit Will Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WitWillSports.com and get your title towel today. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. We are back in, folks. We are back in from the break of a number one forum for Bama. Football news in my own words, George truly, Stephen M. Smith, touchdown, Alabama Magazine. Happy to have everybody checking us out here on a Friday. 15 days away from Bama, Miami. Get ready, get ready, get ready. We got a couple of super chats to get to right now. My man John Ivory's got the horn ready. We got Richard G again with that $5 donation. Help us out on the show. Appreciate the 
off of Rick, from Richard G. And we got Randy Harris with that $25 donation coming up in here. That daily super chat goal of $75 has been met. Appreciate Jimmy Clay, Richard G, and Randy Harris all showing love here on the show. But as always, Bama fans, if you want to have your picture featured in the call segment, picture featured on the show, you send that photo to tdalabamateam at gmail.com. That's tdalabamateam at gmail.com. Send the photo right there, and we will have your name with your picture featured on the screen in the call segment when you call in. As we're backing from the break to take your calls, the call segment brought to you by the Blue Ridge Gang, 205-448-1358. But I'm going to call in, 205-448-1358. As you're getting your thoughts in, how about this topic right here, Mac Jones. Mac Jones is having a great preseason for the New England Patriots. He's been putting on a show. Uh, week one against the Washington football team was 13 of 19 passing for 87 yards. Met two field goal drives. But last night against the Eagles, boy, with the Joker turned up. I mean, 13 of 19 again, but this time 146 passing yards. Had a passer rating of 91.1. And here's the kicker. Led three long touchdown drives. He had touch. He had, his three drives were of 91, 75, and 70 yards on plays of 17, uh, 17 play drive, 10 play drive, and nine play drive. So what Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick saw was a young man that can sustain drives, that can sustain the offense, that can drive the ball downfield. And most importantly, that will finish plays, that will finish drives with touchdowns. Now, Cam Newton did his thing also. He had a touchdown pass in the game representing all the quarterbacks for the Patriots. But uh, the, the New England beat riders, the New England team just blown away by what Jones has been able to do. And just going back to the pre-draft process and all the criticism he endured, you guys remember the conversation was Trevor Lawrence was can't miss. He's if anybody of this group of quarterbacks is going to be a Hall of Famer, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. That's what everybody was saying. And then behind Trevor, it was Trey Lance has the most upside. Of course, he has not played a ton of football, but he has the most upside. And people talked about Justin Fields. People talked about Zach Wilson. But when it got down to Mac Jones, it was he can't move. He's not mobile. He's not athletic. He's not a dual threat. He can't get you the three yards. I, I don't know about Mac Jones. Well, I feel like in Belichick's mind and in the mind of owner Robert Kraft, they are thinking we left the draft. We picked the best quarterback in this draft. Because right now, Mac Jones is doing it. I mean, it's kind of neck and neck right now between he and Cam Newton. But we go to the phone lines right now to take this call. You're live on the show. State your name and where you're calling from today. Uh, Charles from Demopolis. We got Charles from Demopolis in the building. Charles, what's happening with you, man? Uh, nothing for real. Just trying my. I feel you, Charles. I feel you. You, you. you ready for the season, Charles? You ready? Uh, yeah. Uh, my question, uh, what time Alabama play tomorrow? Bama don't play tomorrow, man. <laughs> Bama, they don't play tomorrow, Charles. They play on September 4th. They play on September 4th against Miami. Now, the scrimmage is tomorrow, but the scrimmage does not come on TV, but the scrimmage will be played at 2.30. So, scrimmage at 2.30 tomorrow, but the game, Charles, September 4th. Love the energy, though. Love the energy, though, coming from our, coming from our guy Charles from the Mopas as he's ready for some Bama football. But, I mean, like I said about Mac Jones, it's kind of neck and neck between he and, uh, and Cam Newton. But, I mean, Mac went out there 13 of 19, 147 yards, uh, net three long touchdown drives. He is showing you he can get this job done here where the Patriots are concerned. Guys, shout out Spencer Revley with that $5 donation. My man Spencer coming through, helping us out here on the show, showing the love. We go to a break. Right now, people don't touch that dial because when we return, we get to one Henry Toto. Uh, Coach Saban talking about him uh, being the signal caller for the defense. 
Does this mean he's officially the starting linebacker, middle linebacker? We talk about Toto and Christian Harris right after this. Start of the fourth quarter, we throw them foes up. But now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth quarter dominance. Get your four finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Back in from the break to the show here, number one form for Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Going back to the call segment, I guess we saw the picture that Charles used. He didn't want to see his face. So, man of mystery, Charles Nemopoulos, man of mystery, that uh, that guy is. We appreciate Charles for calling in to even give his, his exciting thoughts on the season, even though he thought the game was tomorrow. No, Charles, the game is not tomorrow. Still waiting on September 4th for Alabama to take on Miami. But as we're back in here, people, Get into, get into the next topic of conversation, and that goes to Alabama's inside linebacker room. And in particular, we're pulling out Henry Tooto and Christian Harris. And uh, Coach Saban spoke on Wednesday about both guys. And uh, when he brought up Henry T here, he mentioned how you know, Tooto is just a uh, – he's a signal caller. He's a signal caller. He's a communicator. He's been a signal caller. You know, he's used to it, and um, he is perfectly fine with doing it, and he's done a great job of it. Now, to me, I feel like this is Nick Saban stating that Henry is going to be the starting middle linebacker. Henry is the starting middle linebacker for uh, the Crimson Tide because Saban really broke down how the young man transferred from Tennessee really likes calling the defense, really likes setting the defense up, really likes making sure that everybody is in the right check and the right audible and the right formation and the right look on the field ready to fly to the football. And not just Coach Saban. We've heard it from Pete Golden, of which the defensive coordinator said, you know, Henry, in terms of transfers from a leadership standpoint, above and beyond anything, I've ever had and seen here where the Crimson Tide is concerned. And you have guys like Christian Harris who came in saying that Henry was ready to get to work, no bull job, no mess. He hit the ground running. And then uh, Will Anderson spoke on, hey, you know, he's a great communicator, great leader. He's pushing the young guys and advancing them in the defensive system. You know, if you get something wrong, he's stepping on your toes and making sure that you're getting it right. He's holding people accountable. Like he's doing the things that Alabama have been lacking from that middle linebacker position the last couple of years or so. But the cool thing is, is with Tooto calling the defense, this puts Christian Harris at his most natural position, and that's weak side money linebacker. This puts Christian Harris at sea ball, get ball. And this is exactly where he this is exactly what he excels in. This is what he is great at. This is his strong suit. This is where he is money at right here when you talk about Christian Harris. And Saban mentioned that, you know, Christian can call the defense. He's a good Mike linebacker. If you need him to set the defense up, he can do it. And Alabama has confidence in him doing it. But it's not Christian's preferred role. It's not Harris's preferred trait, right? This is his preferred trait, is being able to run sideline to sideline, shoot the gaps, blow up the running back in the backfield, blitz quarterbacks, drop back in coverage, read the eyes of the quarterback, run with tight ends, running backs, receivers, get wide enough, make those interceptions, make a play on the ball. Remember, Christian Harris has a background 
of a defensive back. He played DB in high school, University Lab School, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So he has a DB background. But him being a, a weak side linebacker, this allows him to this allows him to get back into that defensive back motif, sink back in coverage, read the quarterback, go curl to flat, uh, break up on passes, create turnovers, uh, shoot the gaps, hit the running backs in the backfield, blitz the quarterback, just have fun tearing the field up, running all over the field because he would not have that added responsibility of calling out the defense. He can be flea-flowing like Reuben Foster, wears the ball, hit everything, moving, make plays, make turnovers because he knows Henry T right here, he's setting up the defense, he's calling the schemes, he's stating the terminologies, he's getting this all in order. So that alleviates me being Christian Harris to just do what I do, and that's go attack, fly to the football this is really, really cool. This is going to be awesome in this season here for Alabama. And just for me, this could potentially, Henry Tooto and Christian Harris, this could be the best inside linebacker duo. This could be the best Mike-Will linebacker combination of the Saban era in Alabama. And we've seen some elite ones since 2009. I mean, 2009 – we saw Rolando McClain and, and Corey Reamer and how fine that was. 2011, we saw Dante Hightower and Nico Johnson and how great that was. 2012, we saw C.J. Mosley and Nico Johnson. 2015, we saw Reggie Ragland and Reuben Foster. 2017, we saw uh, Rashawn Evans and Mac Wilson with Sean Dion Hamilton kind of infiltrated in there, though he had some injuries. And then, you know, 2016, even though that year did not win a national championship, we saw it with Reuben Foster and Rashawn Evans, also with Sean Dion in there, even with the injuries. So we, we, we have seen uh, some concrete, exceptional play, Mike, Wheel, linebacker duos under Saban. But this between to Oto and Christian Harris could be the best ever, could be, could be the best yet because you, you, you got a guy that does not mind calling defenses in Henry T. He did it at Tennessee. He was exceptional two years as a starter, played in 23 games, started in 22 of them, uh, 148 total tackles combined in those two years. 15 of those tackles for loss had an interception, a guy that was a freshman All-American, freshman All-SEC, in 2019 this was a guy that coach Saban has always wanted but he has him back but has him back with big experience SEC experience SEC starting experience and somebody that loves getting defenses set and ready to go so people keep your eyes on this keep your eyes on, on this thing right here Henry T Christian Harris both guys working well off each other tearing that field up we're going to see an Alabama defense that's going to be tearing up opposing offenses in this upcoming season. But, folks, that's going to take us now to our next break here on the show. But don't touch that down. When we return, we jump back into the phone lines to take your calls, your thoughts, your chats, your interactions, conversation with you, Bama Nation, after this. What's up, Bama Nation? This is Rudy Griffin, former Alabama defensive lineman, and you're listening to my guy, Stephen M. Smith, in my own words, brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll! Time! You know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up. But now, you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at WeOwnTheFourthQuarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth-quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at WeOwnTheFourthQuarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. 
Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We are back into the action here, folks, from the break of a number one form for Bama Football News. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith, touchdown. Alabama Magazine rocking and rolling with you guys on a Friday. As we're back into the call segment. Once again, people, if you want your photo featured on the show in the call segment, you send that picture to tdalabamateam at gmail.com. That's tdalabamateam at gmail.com. That your picture and your name will be featured on screen as you call into the show. But we go to the phone lines to take your calls. Calls have been brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. And I'm going to call in, 205-448-1358. You're live on the show. State your name and where you're calling from today. Stephen M. Spencer Reevely, sitting on top of the doghouse still in Georgia. How you doing, sir? Doing great, Spencer. Doing fantastic. We are 15 days from Bama, Miami, geared up and ready for it. I got two questions for you. The first one is, what are you the most excited about on our special teams coming up? And number two would be, do you really feel strongly about our secondary this year? Okay, so special teams question the most. The thing thing I'm the most excited about, I'm excited to see – who wins the kickoff return and punt return jobs? I want to see JoJo Earl on punt return. That's, that's, what, that's what I'm the most excited to see. I want to see, can we get JoJo Earl on punt return so we can see this Jalen Waddle 2.0 type of skill set from Earl on the field? So that's me for special teams, wanting to see Earl out there uh, in the return game. And as far as the secondary I am not overly concerned about the secondary. I know at the right corner position, you've got Jalen Armour Davis versus Kool-Aid. I mean, either or wins that job. You're pretty solid there. You're pretty strong there. Saban has recruited the defensive backfield really well. I would like to see J.A.D. hold on to that spot and keep it. But if Kool-Aid takes it, then it is what it is. But not overly concerned about the, about the secondary spent. So I think with having Hellums and Brand, Hellums and and, and Battle and, and Malachi and Josh Job and those guys, I think they'll hold it down. But appreciate that call that come from Spencer starting us off here in the second call segment. We take this call right here. You're live on the show. State your name and where you're calling from. How you feeling? Hi, Stephen. We're cool. It's Bill from New York. How you my doing? My man, Bill. What's going on, my man? Well, I just wanted to tell you my beautiful fiance Diana and I took a walk on the boardwalk tonight, you know. And everybody's phones started beeping at the same time. And apparently we got a weather alert here that said life-threatening conditions if you go out, whatever. And we're going to hunker down. We're going to be okay. But it occurred to me that the Miami offense should have been getting these warnings, not me. You know what I mean? They should really have been getting these warnings. And my only thing about the defense is, like, Coach Saban has big decisions in terms of how much time he wants to give to the freshmen on the defensive line. But who better to make these decisions than him? You know what I'm saying? And, uh, by the way, I agree with you about O'Brien. He's going to be just great with all his experience. And the last thing I want to say is you, personally, are doing a great job. And the people on this podcast are really cool, too. So thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Appreciate my man Big Bill from New York calling in, helping us out here on the show. And I agree with Bill, you know, how quickly to say but get to the freshman on the D-line, we'll see. We'll grab a call right here. You're live on the show. What's going on? State your name and where you're calling from this evening. Well, it's El Presidente calling here from Jasper, Alabama. Hold away to me, Stephen. I got you going two different ways here, boy. I'll tell you what, we've had a good time tonight. The chat's looking good. i tell you, I like Bryce Young's interview there. Well, maybe he'll, I think he'll be okay. We'll see here. And we've got a few days to wait and see what's going to happen there. And uh, 
I don't know, you know, I don't know what you think. I, I sort of took a lot of positives there from that speech on Thursday. What what do you think about it? I thought uh, I thought I thought Bryce did a good job on Thursday. I thought Bryce did a great job, Wagon. I mean him uh, this is his first time speaking with the media in, in his career. So everybody was excited to hear what he has to say. You know, for Coach Saban, he doesn't let just anybody talk to the press. He, he wants to make sure that, that you're prepared, you're buttoned up, you got your questions, your answers ready to go. And, you know, Bryce handled everything well from his transition to Alabama to the NIL to Bill O'Brien to everything that was thrown at Bryce, he addressed it. I thought he did a great job. Yeah, I did, too. I thought he done a good job, so we'll see how it goes here. Once again, everybody in the chat looking good. Everybody be safe this weekend. Cities, towns, countries, and states, I guarantee you, TDA loves everyone of you. I do, too, and we love Charles. Charles is just a mystery man. We want Charles calling in every day. We want him calling in. He's our comedy act. We got to have him. He's number one man on the list. But all right, y'all stay safe. We want to pray about our troops in Afghanistan. We got a mess going on in this world, this COVID-19. Everybody keep your mind straight and, and take care of everybody. And, and say a prayer tonight because this country show needs it. All right. God bless everyone of you. I'll see y'all on Monday. Bye-bye, everyone. Appreciate the call and comment from Wayne here helping us out on the show. We grab this next call right here. You're live on the show. What's going on? State your name and where you calling from. Roll Tide, Steven. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, New Jack? How you feeling? Well, I'm feeling all right. I'm I'm about to crack open number four. You know, Stephen, I, I I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to prepare a picture, you know, so that it'll be good for the show. I'm trying to think of something, you know. I'm trying to think of which particular roll tie. I wish I had that eighteen of them things hoodies, but you know, I'm waiting on the one that says nineteen of them things hoodies, but. Uh, yeah, you know, I want to shout out to the Blue Ranch gang. Uh, Jimmy Clay, you know, he said call in. And so, you know, I love supporting the show. If somebody requests me to call in, I want to call in. I would sing, except I'm a little tired. I started a new job. I'm not used to work. Um, that's supposed to be funny. Uh, yeah, you know, John Ivory needs to put in some canned laughter or something. It really was hard today working, Stephen. I'm not joking, but this job is going to have me off on Saturday afternoons. I'm going to be able to watch that Miami game. I'm still excited about, you know, DeMarco Hellams going home with the uh, head cheerleader of Miami. And, uh, I, you know, them girls, they're going to learn how to sing Roll Tide. If there's boy cheerleaders, the boy cheerleaders, gonna, you know, they're not going to go home with the big, well, I don't, you know, the way I digress. Anyway, uh, you know, I'm excited about the season. I love the show. CTS Interview Room, the Bama Standard. Also, the plug, Keith Brown and DJ Hall this week. Great show. I love you, Stephen. I'm going to keep calling. Shout out to the Blue Ranch gang. Jimmy Clay is the man. Mechanic is missing. I didn't see him in there, but, you know, it's nice to see some old faces now that the season is coming in. And, man, I, I know it's going to be great. It's going to be two in a row. Absolutely. Got another call there from New Jack in to the show on in my own words. We take this call right here. You're live on the show this evening. Uh, how you feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Doing all right. Stephen is Jim from, um, from, from Clanton. All right, we got um, we got Jimmy from we got Jim from Clanton. What's going on, man? Yeah, Jim, Jimmy, Jim Bob, whatever one you want to call me. Um, um, I was just listening to you earlier about you were saying that um, the middle linebackers, uh, this, uh, the Toto kid. I'm I'm really intrigued about him. I've been reading a lot of the articles that a lot of these outlets been reading, uh, talking about him, and uh, went back and seen some of his highlight films from high school, and I'm really liking the. Really like what I see from him. Um, I think we're going to have a really big year in defense. I think he's going to be a really big part of it. Um, just really wanted to call in, just talk about my excitement for that, and you know, just wanted to, you know, kind of heard your thoughts on him. I think you said that you think he's going to be the best linebacker duo, and I, I think you might be right there, buddy. But uh, yeah, I just love the show. First time caller, wanted to call in and just you know show my support, and uh, it's 
Thank you for taking my call. Real tight there. Appreciate the call that come from Jim Bob right there. But, uh, yeah, Henry To'o a guy that loves to call the defense, loves to call signals, loves to you know be that middle linebacker, making sure everybody in the right play. It's just I go back to what Will Anderson said. He gets on your toes if you mess something up. He holds you accountable. He wants to make sure the defense is ran correctly. And uh, Bama just has not had that type of a linebacker since – I mean, Reuben Foster was outstanding in 2016, but also Rashawn Evans did the same thing in 2017. So the fact that the Crimson Tide can get back to that this season, I mean, that's awesome. If, if you can get back to that type of defense and that type of standard, and Pete Golding mentioning the goal here is giving up just 13 points a game, Definitely, that's what I want to see. We got a couple of super chats to get to right now. You guys showing the love. My man Bill from New York, that, again with that $5 donation. My man Big Bill from NYC helping us out with that $5. And William Bryant's come back with that 100 piece with that Chris Ben Franklin dropping it in here. William Bryant, whoa. Talk about that right there. Helping us out here on the show with his donation. Appreciate all of you donating, chatting, writing, calling, communicating with us. We go to a quick topic right now, and that is Coach Saban actually updated the injuries on Wednesday for the Crimson Tide. But these, these are not bad injuries, not, nothing bad here, just some slight ankle sprains for DeMarco Helms, Alabama safety, and Kendall Randolph, Alabama offensive lineman. Both of these two guys enlisted as day-to-day. Uh, both of these two guys will be able – or should be on the field week one against Miami. Just some some minor ankle, uh, some minor uh, minor ankle sprains. Excuse me for Helms and one Kendall Randolph. Uh, De- uh, Daniel Wright has been in uh, Demarco Helms' spot. Uh, so far in practice at that three safety position while you got J.C. Latham working there at right tackle as Kendall Randolph's working his way back. Also, keep your eyes on Pierce Quick at 6'5", 309 pounds. We grab a call right here. You're live on the show. How you feeling? State your name and where you calling from. This is Jimmy Clay. I am from Elba, Alabama. We got What's the man. On? We got the legend, Jimmy Clay, in the building. What's going on, man? Oh, man, I'm ready for some Crimson Tide football, buddy. I am so ready. So ready. Right, let me see how Let's see how I do this. Um, Mr. Roth, um, what was his name? Funny Man? Here we go. Hey, everybody. Roll Tide and have a great weekend. And you too, Stephen. Have a great day. Appreciate the call. The call from the man, the chef, Jimmy Clay, baddest donator in the game right now, helping us out here on the show. But that's going to lead us here, folks, to a break. Don't touch that dial because when we get back, we dive into one Brian Branch. Does the sophomore defensive back finally have a role? Is Alabama working out a role for Brian Branch? We'll talk about it right after this. Look at all these great players in Touchdown Alabama magazine. Man, wait till I turn up this year. I'm going to be on the front cover. But what if Will goes off? Or Joe, DeMarco, Chris, Tim, Christian. Don't wait. Order now at touchdownalabama.com or call 833-483-2624 today. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. 
Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. All right, people, we are back in from the break of a number one ticket for your Crimson Tide football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine on a Friday, ending that work week off for you correctly as we are 15, 15 days until Bama versus Miami, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. All excited, pumped up, ready for that. But before we get into final topic of conversation, Got to remind you of TDAware.com. That's TDAware.com. So for all of you fans still overjoyed with the Crimson Tides National Championship, we want you to check out our championship collection merch. Now, this means you grab you an 18 of them things, folk, hoodie, T-shirt, or sweatshirt, as well as our Got 18 We Do shirts. Designs that feature all 18 championship years on the back. You head on over to TDAware.com. Do it right now. TDAware.com. You go to that Championship Collections merch tab, and you get you that gear today, showing that support for Coach Saban, the University of Alabama, the student athletes, and us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But we look at one Brian Branch, sophomore from Georgia, individual of whom was not a traditional starter last year, only played in that dime package, and we all know Saban would only go to the dime package if it's a dire need. Saban will nickel you all day. The only time he'll go to the dime is if he has to. But even though Branch, not a traditional starter, still made a huge impact as a freshman a season ago with seven pass breakups and two interceptions. But the question is, does he have, will he have a role on this team? Has the coaching staff found a role for him? And remember, going back to Monday's show, I talked about it. The staff has to develop a role for Brian Branch. you got to develop a role for this young man. Well, my thoughts were confirmed in Wednesday's press conference from Coach Saban as, as he talked about. The coaching staff has got to have this young man in a defined, concrete, silent role on the field. He's just that good to not have out there. This is an all-American type of talent. This is a ball magnet. This is a high IQ defensive back. This is a big time playmaker. And if he was able to make an impact in not being a traditional starter last season, imagine the damage he can do on the field if he is in a much bigger role or a much more significant role on this team. And going back to Wednesday's presser, Coach Saban talked about it. Branch has had an outstanding camp. He's had a great camp. He's played everywhere in the secondary. He knows all the positions. He's played at star. He's played at corner. He's played at money. He's played at safety. He's very versatile. He's got range. He knows every spot on the back end of that defense. And, you know, for Coach Saban, it's, you know, we played him everywhere. And and wanting to be fair to him, uh, we got to get him in that one role where he can grow, where he can thrive, where he can play fast, and where he can play with confidence. Because for Branch, when he knows the role he's in, when he knows the situation he's in, and he's able to play fast, and he's able to play confident, he's a real playmaker. He's a real ball hawk. He can do some special things out there on the field. So Saban has stated, got to get Brian Branch a role. Now, I don't know in particular where he would uh, more than more than likely play. I mean, he's being worked as a boundary corner and the nickel and dime sub packages. That could be really fun. Uh, I would like to see him at some point in a safety spot because of his range, because of his IQ and his ability to play but the lower third of the field, uh, uh, if he was to ever be an outside corner, that would be interesting. I mean, he's got the size at six feet, you know, uh, 190 pounds. So he, he's got the length, he's got the size, he's got the top end speed, the technique of the ball skill. So anywhere you would put this young man from Georgia on the field, I feel like he would thrive. I feel like he would be highly successful. It just comes down to... Uh, What's the best fit? What's the perfect spot? What, what would be sort of the, the ideal role for Branch on the field 
where you know Alabama football is concerned because right now, if you look at the nickel defense as is, it's Josh Job, Jalen Armour Davis, Malachi Moore, DeMarco Hellams, and, and, and Jordan Battle. And I, I guess what makes it so hard is if you put Branch in, uh, who do you take out, right? Because you're not taking Job out if Armour Davis wins the corner job and he starts balling out, or if Kool-Aid wins the corner job and he's balling out, you're not taking Kool-Aid out. After the way Malachi Moore played last year, you're definitely not taking him out. And then you got Helms and Battle, your two boomstick safeties. You really don't want to bother them either. So it's it just Saban has stockpiled so much talent in that defensive secondary and, and continues to build that secondary with more recruiting classes. It just becomes difficult to If I want to play somebody more, who do I remove? Because uh, you don't want to remove somebody that's been outstanding. You don't want to remove somebody that's been effective uh, effective or efficient, and then you're left with sort of egg on your face because you're like, well, crap. I took this guy out, but he was really good in hopes that the guy I'm replacing him with is going to be even better. It's tough. <laughs> it, it, it is tough. There's a lot of bodies there in the secondary, but Saban has stated, Brian Branch is good. Branch is big time. We got to find a role for this young man and get him on the field. So hopefully, you know, Alabama will find that role. Alabama will get Branch on the field more, and we can see what number 14 is going to be able to produce as a second year player but as always Bama fans you want the best in news notes information and material on your favorite program that being the Crimson Tide this is very simple and easy for you to do you can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app or you can download the app from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple Google Play Store if you've got the Android phone for your audio listening needs we got you covered iTunes or Apple Podcasts Spotify Stitcher Spreaker TuneIn Radio Overcast.com FM, Google Play, or iHeartRadio got you covered there. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I'll be back on Monday continuing the conversation that is Thai football. As always, Bama fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link will be found in the description. Also, if you're trying to get your hands on the fresh edition, print edition of TDA, the magazine, you can get that by going to touchdownalabama.com and click join, become a member, a subscriber today. That link will be in the description. And if you're trying to get your hands on that four-finger bling neck and this four-finger bling jewelry, courtesy of our guys at weownthefourthquarter.com, that's weownthefourthquarter.com, that link in the description as well. But until next time, folks, husbands, love your wives. Wives appreciate value. Those husbands, children, weekend in here, but continue doing the right thing, fun thing, smart thing, good thing, legitimate thing to not be bored. To get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day, you protect yourself, protect the loved ones around you. Until next time, folks, I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith. You've been listening. In my own words.